Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, listeners. I'm the Filipino podcasting machine, Prince D, and with me as always, Mr. Timmy B. Before we get started, please remember to follow and subscribe to us on YouTube, wherever, ever you get your pods. Um, on today's podcast, we talk to a Canadian flyweight UFC fighter. We recap UFC Hall vs. Strickland, talk about weight cutting problems, preview UFC 265, pick our fighters for a weekly fight on site, and a whole lot more. Timmy, hit it, buddy. It's Timmy B. Our guest today is a homegrown talent. He's competing in the UFC's flyweight division with a professional record of 13 and 5. He is the former TKO, WXC, and HFC flyweight champion, as well as the former PMMA bantamweight champion. Born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, he now trains right here in Toronto, Canada at Toronto Top Team. He comes to us today fresh off of his first UFC win at UFC Vegas 31 on July 17th. Ladies and gentlemen, from Scarborough, Ontario, where I was born and raised on the playground was where I spent most of my days, <laughs> presenting Malcolm X. Gordon! That's awesome. How's it going, That's Malcolm? Awesome. I'm good. That was a, that was the coolest intro I've heard in a long time. It was sick. Oh, oh man, that that's nice. it. Thank you, Malcolm. Congratulations on your win, man. Holy cow, what a win a couple of weeks ago. How are you feeling? Good. It, you know, like I, I was talking to like um, you know, like my coaches the other day, and it, it's actually been like a pretty rough year. You know what I mean? So, um, it, it felt good to get that win. I was totally not impressed with my like my performance. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Malcolm, you when you when I was watching the fight, oh man, you were on full aggression mode. As soon as the bell rang, yeah. straight takedown. Yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! I was game over. Okay, well, Malcolm needs to watch this stuff right now. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was amazing, amazing, amazing fight, brother. Yeah, like that's how you got to fight that guy. Uh, that was kind of the game plan going in was keeping him on his back foot, so putting as much pressure on him as possible. Um, and then that way he can't really get any shots off and, uh, it makes it a lot more difficult for, you know, a lot of his, uh, his, his, his range, right? Mm, so you yeah. close that range right away, put the gap, put him on his back foot. And then we were expecting, you know, to be a little bit better, uh, at, uh, the grappling with this guy. Like he was, he was pretty strong too. You know what I mean? Like I really had to play an extremely technical game. Otherwise I was going to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It was crazy. Malcolm. Yeah. And I know, you know, in the interview, um, in the post-fight interview, you said, like, hey, I needed this win. I didn't want to get cut from the UFC. So you felt like your back was against the wall. How did it feel getting that first UFC win? No, oh, it felt good. I was actually a little embarrassed about my whole, like, falling to my knees part because I was like, fuck, I didn't win the world title. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I felt good. It felt good. But, but how, I mean, look. It is. It has to be emotional. It has to be crazy, right? You're a Canadian fighter in the flyweight division. Your first UFC win. I, I ranked off all the titles that you held in your intro. How does your first UFC win rank amongst those victories, though? Like title fight victories, but not on the grand stage. How does it yeah. compare? It's a hard one to explain. Like, it's, it's different. Because, like, what... 
you know, there's a time when you were fighting, like when you're at that level, and you just like you knew in your heart. Oh, sorry, sorry. You just you knew you knew in your heart that like you were like you could do so much better, right? So you, I always kind of envisioned myself in the UFC, and and it was it was like fucking tough taking two losses like that. You know what I mean? And then it's like, do I really belong here? Where is this it? Are you fucking you too old? Whatever. You know what I mean? Like a lot of stuff. So. You know, uh, getting the first UFC win is like a huge, and it's just, it's a huge accomplishment in itself. Like every, you know, from the amount of uh, professional fighters there are to the, to making it to the highest level, to getting their first win at the highest level. I, I, it's, yeah, it's, and for Canada too, like, fuck man. Yeah. We, we only have, we only have a few athletes, you know what I mean, represent us in that stage. So, I, you know. And well, Malcolm, when you sorry, when you uh, when when they called out your name, I could see the absolute joy in your face. Like I could see that. Oh my gosh! And you, it looked like you just won the chip. Like you went in there, you're like, yeah, <laughs> glory. And 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 the fact that you're also representing Scarborough, uh, Scarborough, stand up, right? So, uh, that that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. yeah, and Malcolm, you you said it, but I mean, how does it feel to have like literally the whole country on your back? You know, like the whole country of Canada supporting you, right? Yeah. I, I, you know, I I try not to, like, it is what it is. Like the Canadian, yeah, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I just, it's just better to be actually able to perform. You know what I mean? Perform well. That's, that's all that matters. You know, like, fuck, you know, you know, so that's it. Because I think a lot of my, a lot of people that have watched me for a long time, like everybody knew that there was a lot more. I, I had to offer than you know the, the brief time that I was in there, right? Yeah, but so you born in Calgary, uh, and like before this pandemic, Calgary was one of the last places I visited on a trip, and it's beautiful out there in Calgary. How did you find yourself? Yeah. How did you find yourself moving now to Toronto and and being with Toronto Top Team? How did that come about? You know what? I I, I ended up getting engaged, and. Uh, yeah. So congratulations, congratulations. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. And, thank you. And and wait. So how does that play into it? Does that mean the the, the misses said, "Hey, we're moving to Toronto." We're moving to Toronto, so you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, it's your it's your fiance, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and it is her birthday today. I think we're filming yeah. this on the Wednesday. It's her birthday, so happy birthday! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give her a shout out. I'll give her a no. shout out for sure. Nice. And when and when are you uh, getting married? Is there a date? Do you plan it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, May next year. Ah, so, nice, nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, before we get to the fan questions, and, and I think some of the fan questions were this, but what is next for Malcolm Gordon? So now you get that big win off your chest. Now you can just focus on, like, succeeding. But what is next for you? What do you envision? Man, whatever, it, it's whatever happens happens you know like the, the i think the division's like wide kind of wide open give or take like i think Gar, garbrandt's coming down and so they're kind of shaking up like a, a little bit of the dynamic you know what i mean but um there's no easy fights from this point out so that's why i'm like constantly in the gym because like you know what i mean like it's it, it doesn't matter who they're going to give you next you know they're so well-rounded in that division and everybody's just on the next level it's like you have to be prepared for everything right yeah. so at the, at this point it's like it really doesn't matter do you know what i mean i just got to keep performing so i got to keep uh, improving every day and, and stay on top of this shit um 
that's it. Nice. No, that's amazing, man. And good for you. So for those, you know, and I do want to give a shout out to your gym though, because like Prince said, it's right around the corner from Prince. You know, I grew up in Scarborough as well. So like it, that's all in our, in our area. Um, what kind of gym is it? What kind of people should go visit Toronto top team? Should people go there to train work out only if you're professional? What's the deal? I don't know. This is like, they, they have some really great instructors in this, in this facility. And uh, Ainsley runs a pretty good MMA class as well, right? So, you know, I don't think there's very uh, many spots in the city that have, um, you know, one place to go to where you could just strictly get MMA training or whichever, right? Like, I think you spend a lot of time traveling, um, like, different different locations and then having to put it together, whatever, you know, it's, it's like yourself, more or less, right? So they do, like, have an MMA program here, which is, like, good. You know, it's... it's uh, it's well versed and all the other classes too it's like it's good for like all ages all levels um it's good it's a good environment nice. i enjoy here it reminds me of the old vibes of like adrenaline where i came from in london right like it was yeah. it was like a fight gym right we just, you know there's nothing extremely flashy about it it was just like it was a really homegrown gym nice no that's awesome yeah uh malcolm we are our podcast is now we're partnering with filipino tv all across canada so we're actually on Filipino TV. I'm sure you watch a lot of that. And um, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'm gonna edit out your laugh, Malcolm. I don't like that. But, uh, but um, we're on Filipino TV. And one of the things we wanna start doing is going around to gyms, especially around Toronto and like filming and stuff. So maybe one time when you're uh, going into a fight or something, we'll bring a television crew down and we'll uh, get yeah, you on. Yeah, yeah sure. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, if, Malcolm, you're actually you're actually a top team right now. You're at the gym right now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, give us a quick pan through of how the gym looks like. Some quick pan this through. Is, wow. This is just the MMA side and then some weights and that's oh, cool. all, good, all the good stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, we've got some fan questions for you, Malcolm. Again, we greatly appreciate your time. So I'm going to go through some fan questions if that's okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. First question uh, is from Gary D. Wilkins. He says, if you could have chosen between being a pro fighter, a pro skater, or a pro snowboarder, what would it have been? It's pro snowboarder for sure. <laughs> really? All, 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 all of the above. All of the above because I'm good at all three. Sorry, I'm there. All oh, of the above. Nice. Okay, yeah, I figured this guy must have known something. So Yeah, he you... knows He knows what's up. He knows what's up. Yeah? All right. Yeah, cool, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I, I, I I will, yeah, yeah, he knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nathan underscore McEwen11 asks, what was it like finding out your opponent for your last fight, being Figueredo? Uh, I felt it was a blessing in disguise, to be honest, because that was like, um, first of all, he's got the last name that everybody, you know, has been talking about for the last little bit, right? Yeah. Um, and he's, that's more or less it. Like, I, I it's it was just a blessing in disguise you know yeah yeah you, you no, get to I, you get to fight a figurado to your chance to to redeem yourself in the, the ufc I don't, know, I don't know yeah no that's awesome yeah. uh next question i feel like this person must know you ol underscore levs he asked who hits harder figurado or your brother with an old school house phone <laughs> 
Uh, my brother with the old school house phone. For sure. uh, all right. All right. Oh, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of inside jokes that we don't know about. It. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, the grin on your face, Malcolm. You're like, e, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All righty. And uh, last question. This is from our friends over at MMA Social Squad. They do a great, uh, great Instagram page. What do you love most about Toronto? Oh, man. The, there's like, you can get every type of food you ever wanted. And I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing because, like, I haven't, like, London, I don't know. You could literally walk down, like, anywhere downtown and get whatever you want for food. I, just, I love the food. I remember that, yeah. Nice, nice. Any, yeah. bi- any big place you want to shout out? Any, like, hidden gems that we should oh, know about? I don't even know because, like, the best ones are the ones that you don't even realize that you don't remember the name or anything. Yeah. It was like, fuck, how did I get here? This <laughs> <laughs> You know? And then you can't find it again. And too. you never that's, find it again. You're no, just like, that's right, the worst. That's yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Malcolm, again, we greatly appreciate having you on. Thank you so much for coming. Like, we're we're a small uh, MMA podcast just started, but we're out of Toronto. So to have a Canadian fighter on us was huge. This is our 25th episode, so it's a big deal to oh, us that's to sick. have you. Right on. Thanks, right on, man. Right on. Um, before we let you go, is there any anything you want to say or anybody that you want to shout out before you go? Uh, just, I, I want to shout out Adrenaline Training Center once again, um, here, Toronto top team, uh, Mike Imperato doing some good things with the Jiu-Jitsu program too. He's, I think he's just started like a program over at Extreme Couture. So, um, you know, he was helping me a lot for this fight, but, um, yeah, he's running a, a really solid Nogi program there at uh, Extreme Couture. Um, Irfan Musi, uh, the guy that was doing my boxing, like amazing guy. You got to hit him up on Instagram, whichever. Uh, I don't know his Instagram. <laughs> Um, Nutra Farms, uh, Canadian companies, um, like, uh, they do like, um, quality meats and whatnot. So big ups to Nutra Farms and helping sponsor me out. Same thing, Blackfly, even though I don't promote drinking alcohol, but Blackfly Booze, good friend of mine. Um, and yeah, that's it, man. King Dr. Faisal, if he's watching, because, uh, without Dr. Faisal, you guys should probably get him on your podcast at one time. Because without Dr. Faisal, Ramon... You, there's like no, you couldn't get medicals or anything done in this this province, right? Which means like a lot of these guys wouldn't even be able to fight. So having Faisal just in that hospital and doing us hooking us up like this, it's been it's helped me out huge. And like a lot of the fighters in Ontario. So and he's a he's yeah. So he's quite a personality too. So you guys got to have him on. Uh, okay, awesome. Thanks, thanks for the uh, shout out on that. We'll definitely uh, reach out to him because we always like doing things with like people that are outside the norm. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah. not just fighters, but like different aspects of fighting. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, uh, Prince. Before we let Malcolm go, anything you want to say to him? Well, Malcolm, I'm just saying since you moved out to Scarborough, I think you should switch up your pre-workout. I think before you go into the actual cage, you should load up on a beef patty and a bottle of a tea. <laughs> Yeah, where is there a good spot around here? You, you, you have any spots? Because man, I've been on. A, I, I was searching around and I couldn't find one the other day. And it was, it was bugging oh, me. there's. T- I mean, you could go. There's Mo- Mona's. There's a one that Mona's we go to. We get. Uh, that's where we get some of the rotis and doubles. I don't know if you like doubles, but they have yeah, yeah, yeah. doubles. Yeah, uh, Mona's. There's a good spot there. There's a couple of. Su- there's a sunrise one. Uh, sunrise. Uh, uh, restaurant not too close, not too far from where you are. But if I recommend, it's Mona's. Like you gotta go Mona's. check out Mona's. Mona's right, is right, right. Really good place to go. All right. Sick, sick. I like it. Man, yeah, I like it. There's a place. I'm gonna send it to you, Malcolm. It's like right around the corner from you. It's right at uh, 
like I feel like it's right around the gym, like around Malcolm, uh, sorry, Malcolm, around uh, Warden and Eglinton. But there's a place. I'm going to find it in Elson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need a couple of new spots here. I want to see. All right. There, there's you... one there. I can't remember the Scotch Bonnets or whichever, but I, don't, I think that's, like, fancy, so. <laughs> yeah. You do... Hey, if it's a fancy yeah. place, it's not good. You got to go yeah. to the, the hole in the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but if you're, right. like, look, and if you're, okay, so you're in Mona's, right beside it is Miss uh, Remily's also. It's a Filipino restaurant. So you just go, uh, you oh, go perfect. right across from there, right? So oh, there you go. Right? I, I like all the foods, bro. I love, I love them all. I love them all. There you go. All right. Malcolm, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Hopefully we can have you on again uh, before your next fight. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Joe. Have a good one. Take care. care. Bye. All righty. That's amazing, man. Yeah, that's that's so cool. That's wicked. (laughs) What a great guy. I'm literally just gonna hop on the car and just drive over. It's really down the street. I could probably still catch him, like yo. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I have always wanted though. When he showed his gym, I've always wanted to go to a place where I could train with um with a cage. Not I don't need a full cage, just even a half cage like they had, like where they yeah, had the wall. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Like every time we used to train MMA, we you know have the wall with the mats, and so like for you know get ups and stuff, we would push against yeah. the wall and stuff. But I've always yeah. wanted to feel like how it would feel with the cage. So mm. yeah, pretty cool, man. What a yeah. good guy. Um, for those that don't know Malcolm X Gordon, you got to go check out his fights. He's had three mm. fights in the UFC. The guy is a ball of energy, man. And when mm. he took out Figueroa's brother, whew, what a great fight that was, man. Nonstop, like you said. Yeah, that was literally nonstop. I could tell that you know. For, for Malcolm, he was he really needed that win and the sheer aggression that came out of the even from the first round. I'm like, man, I, I was I was thinking he was gonna finish the fight the first round, right? But yeah, uh, again, it was a good win and uh, shout outs to Malcolm. I appreciate him coming through the podcast and DX will be back. DX yeah. will be back. Man, you are loving that hand symbol. I man, I love it. <laughs> man, I've been doing this. Hey, it is cool though. If a fighter has something that he can do that people can mimic. That is mm. something that's very marketable, right? Like that that helps them. So yeah, pretty cool. Well, our last podcast with Elise Anderson, I kept telling her, you got to come up with something. So that yeah, people yeah, you, did, yeah, you said it. that. Yeah. And I, was, I kept yeah. doing this. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> so uh, we're going to get to a few things. Uh, before mm-hmm. we do, I do want to give a shout out to Filipino TV, like, like we were talking with Malcolm, but we are on this week. Uh, so if you're listening to the podcast this Friday when it drops, we are going to... It, airs again on saturday at 9 p.m so mm-hmm. if you're uh if you have filipino tv or if you want to buy filipino tv go mm-hmm. ahead uh and we're on there this week we were on uh, monday thursday and saturday i think it seems like we're going to be on probably every other week or something like that mm-hmm. but uh, yep, we're yep. very excited guys we're very excited it's something new it's not like the same podcast it's prince and i go to filipino tv next week we're going to be in studio um we talk about mma sometimes it's the same general topics but you know it's it's a different thing so it's really cool and we're really happy to be on it yeah and you know shout out to our boy james uh co-host at uh, sports weekly you know for bringing us in and it's a great opportunity and trust me guys we're going to have more content for you because log in it's going to be so much fun there once all this stuff opens up. I'm telling you, you're going to see so much stuff come out of Fight Insight podcast. It, it, your mind will get blown. And right. I invite and I invited ourselves already to Toronto Top Team. So I said, yeah, so we're going in there with a film crew, man. That's going to be wicked. Tim, I, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Listen, yeah. hey, okay, let's do it. Right? All right, let's quickly recap uh, Hall versus Strickland. We're just going to talk about two fights that occurred over the last weekend. Obviously, the first fight we have to talk about is our good friend, Bam Bam Barbarena. 
Prince, what are you saying about that fight? You know what? It was a tough fight. It was actually one of the few fights where I actually was begging the ref to stop the fight. I was like, listen, it's over. Bam Bam's won. What are you doing? The guy's done. It's over. It's game over. Uh, fortunately, our boy didn't come out with the win, but you know what? He fought his heart out. And honestly, it was like a scene from Rocky where yeah. you at the very end, it was just like rock him, sock him, and you're literally in there on your seat. And Tim was actually texting On me, your like, seat? Who's on your seat? I was standing yeah. up the whole... <laughs> the whole third round i'm standing up my wife is standing up we're screaming at the tv we're like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh it was so good man that was such yeah. a great fight uh yeah so bam bam didn't get the win unfortunately guys he came on so strong in that third mm -hmm. it was like thing and he did not get beaten up that fight he got taken down unfortunately it was just yeah. a lot of takedowns he did get up every time but it was just the accumulation mm -hmm. of, of takedowns i think in the first and second um, that really won with the fight. Great fight on wit's end because, hey, if I was ever going to fight Bam Bam, I am not standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with that guy, right? Like, you got to get that guy down immediately. But Bam Bam poured it on in the third. Man, it was so close to being stopped, like you said. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Where's, where's, where's Mario Yamasaki when you need him? <laughs> right? Oh, Come what if we have over, What if we have him on the podcast? <laughs> no, we're not getting Mario Yamasaki. Uh, <laughs> But listen, you know, before you, before we go, I just uh, I want to let you know, Bam Bam, you know, we still got love for you, buddy. And we don't really normally do this. We, we're breaking protocol. Oh, beautiful. Prince is now displaying his Brian Bam Bam Barbarina shirt, his official gear that he ordered. Beautiful. And it doesn't even look that big. You said it was a double XL or something? Yeah, it was double. Actually, this is one of my favorite tees now. You're filling it up. You're filling it up pretty good. Yeah. Being a bad right. builder myself. <laughs> um, for those that don't know as well, Brian, uh, he also won the fight of the night for that night. So uh, he was given the fight of the night honors, which makes him like a three-time fight of the night winner now. Um, mm -hmm. That's, you know, a nice 50K bonus. So that's mm -hmm. pretty good. We're happy for Bam Bam. We will uh, obviously definitely have him back. He's a huge fan of the show and wish him all the best. Next fight we'll talk about on that card was the main event, Hall versus Strickland. We had Strickland, uh, Prince. He had the most significant strikes landed in a middleweight fight ever. Wow. Um, he really took it to Hall. So here's a shot here of one of the shots. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what did you think about this fight? Okay, you know what I was thinking, Tim. So look, we were talking about in past podcasts, guys. You know, if you haven't seen our uh, podcast about calf kicks, you know, we're talking about bleed kicks as well, and you don't see how how effective a simple jab can be. The jab was so effective for uh, for for Strickland, the way he just kept his distance, and he just picked him off with that jab. Like I was just so surprised. Yeah. He, he the jab, the jab. Remember the first yeah. episode, the jab. Right. And so he just kept his distance and yeah, he just poured it on him. And um, yeah, he was so accurate. He, he, he just displayed a full clinic. I, I was just surprised your Hall wasn't, you know, Hall wasn't, uh, you know, dropping any kicks, wasn't, you know, you know, using a strike, nothing. nothing. I just like, what happened, man? It's just, ever since that clip with the first couple of jabs, it was just like, it was almost like game over. Right. So I was, I was surprised. Actually, I, I thought Hall was going to take it. And I know yeah. Tim, you're a big Hall fan. So I what do you think? What do you think, man? I was crying. I was already crying from the Bam Bam fight. I think we were texting back and forth and you were like, oh, like after the Bam Bam fight, you were texting me going like, oh, this is a great fight. And I'm like, I'm not watching these fights. I'm already upset. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
I, I gathered my composure. I watched the hall fight. Yeah, I was so disappointed, man. I know our friend Rob, he was like teasing me. He's like, well, are you going to get off the hall train now? I was like, no, I still love hall. But I mean, really disappointing, man. Hall, I don't know, man. I don't know why the fight went that way. Uh, he started to throw a few leg kicks, like very few, but he started to throw a few. I'm like, okay, hold on. You normally hear announcers say that if someone's le uh, heavily relying on their jab, that they're going to be putting a lot of pressure on their front foot, right? So that you can put, put the power behind your jab. Yeah. That's a key moment then for Hall, like just eat the jab and wail on the leg, do it a couple times. The guy will lose his jab power. Um, yeah, it was sad, man. I love Hall. He's a great guy. He's a great ambassador for the sport. So I do hope he comes back. And Strickland, boy, oh boy, you've now made your case for being right up there. And they are saying that uh, his next fight will be against a returning Luke Rockhold. What? That's wow. that's the that's the word on the street. Uh, that's another good win for Strickland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, definitely. I'm, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Strickland. Strickland showed great prowess showed great aggression showed great composure right he you know he just picked him apart like you said from far never mm -hmm. never made it a made, never made it a slugfest it, it was really good uh, a, a great fight by strickland and and really uh you know elevated his career yeah and even like I, he showed how versatile that he was like he even did takedowns like i, I didn't think he had to because literally he was just picking off for the jab he could have just stood up with him left right and center right but i mean he, he did all that and just showed his versatility but again strickland's someone that's uh, uh another fighter to watch right up and coming and yeah. i think he's definitely going to be up there soon right with yeah, and, if, and if you don't watch his instagram you got to follow his instagram uh strickland is a strange character a, uh, I shouldn't say it in a bad way. Unique character. His videos and stuff. He's he's quite uh, quite the character. He's got quite a personality. Quite opinion. Uh, quite opinionated. So uh, follow Sean Strickland on on IG. Uh, the next issue we're going to talk about, Prince, is weight cut issues. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because on that card we lost a big fight, which was Nico Montagna. Yep. Um, oh, sorry, and I've uh, put the banner over this, but so. Uh, while we were talking, thinking about topics to discuss on the podcast, we were saying, oh, let's talk about Nico because she had that weight cut issue. And now just today they're releasing that uh, the news is, is that UFC has released Montana after multiple fight cancellations. So she was the inaugural women's flyweight champion. She went through the tough, uh, the ultimate fighter show, became mm -hmm. the flyweight champion. She's only fought once since being stripped of that title in 2018 due yep. to several weight mishaps. She was stripped of the title due to her weight mishap. Um, and now this last weekend, she missed weight by seven pounds. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, she weighed in at 146 pounds. I think it was something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and the UFC finally said, sorry, man, like we're not, we're not having that anymore. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think about that Prince? Someone who's had multiple weight cut issues and comes in at six, seven pounds overweight. Uh, you know what? I mean, that's it's such a big controversial topic. Just because with weight cut, you you you're you're, you're prone to all these health issues, right? You can have heat exhaustion, um, kidney failure, uh, dehydration. You can have a you can fall, uh, experience a seizure as well. Hall actually, when he was doing his uh, weight cut, he experienced one too, right? And so, um, it, there's a lot of issues around it, and I mean, a lot of fighters, you know, it's 
it's it's tough just because you know you gotta be able to make weight and it's it's almost it's also respecting too right i mean the other person made weight and you didn't make weight and it's almost just like hey like you know we gotta be professionals over here you gotta make that weight right so yeah um and on top of that, anyone like I, you know, I was doing some research around it too as well. There's like a, a correlation between um, cutting weight and your durability, and actually your chin. Like you, once you get in there, it's almost like you're prone to, you know, your your versatility and even your your stamina is out the window just because of that amount of uh, weight that you cut, and even that water weight as well. Just the water weight, the last uh, last day or so that you need to cut uh, cut off, it's it takes a lot out of your body for sure. So, I mean, again, it's another controversial, uh, you know, topic that, you know, UFC is trying to deal with. And I mean, fighters got to deal with it as well, but you know, there's, there's no way around it. You got to make the weight. That's the only way. There's, there's a reason why we have these divisions, right? So what do you yeah. think about it? Uh, I really like Nico Montano. Uh, mm. You know, I've always been a fan of hers as, as little as you could be a fan since like, you don't really see her too much, but um mm. She was um, representing Native Indian community, Indigenous community, right? Um, There's a lot of story about that. And, you know, that's her background. That's where she's from. That's what she represents. Coming off, you know, just last weekend on a quick side note, you know, we did uh, attend the Indigenous Awareness uh, boot camp that our friend Kat Sindel put on. Uh, and it was on our Instagram and we had a bonus episode. So, you know, it's a, it's a cause that was important. And so Nico was kind of like a figurehead for that community and was able to present that but unfortunately with these weight cuts um i like her you know she's gone i i was looking back she's changed gyms three times in the last in almost in as many years she was with fit nhb then she was with jackson wink and then most mm -hmm. recently she's with syndicate mma which is um where our good friend ramona carla is and, and other fighters and chris wartime rios mm -hmm. um She's surrounding herself with good gyms, Jackson Wink, Syndicate MMA, like you're around good gyms. Now you're bouncing around gyms. I don't know if that reflects anything, but like you said, man, this is your job. Your job is to show up on weight. Um, if you're coming in at seven pounds overweight, how much did you come in to fight week? Like Bam Bam was saying he comes in maybe about 20 pounds overweight, right? And, and Queso... Um, when he was on Matt Padilla, he was saying that he comes in around 20 pounds overweight or even less. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're still seven pounds after trying and actually her face, it looks almost a little gaunt too. Like when you see yep. that picture there, yep, yep, yep. so some, sometimes people miss weight and their face looks like puffy and you're like, okay, well, you've got more weight to lose. Right. Mm -hmm. She did. She looked like she was drained out. So, I mean, I don't know if it's her nutrition or something. I mean, you got to get that in check, man. Like you said, that that is your professionalism. That's your job. You know, the whole past year in COVID, you know, should you be cutting more weight so that you say, okay, I'm going to come in on fight week and I'm going to be almost on weight right on day one. Like I can't afford another weight cut miss. Mm -hmm. um, it's really disappointing. And uh, the fact that she got cut, you know, we didn't know this when we were scheduling the topics to talk about, um, mm -hmm. but she just got cut today, I think. And it's sad, yeah. but it's expected. And what promotion is going to pick her up? That's my question. You know? Yeah. You know what? Maybe that, that's, I mean, just, I know, you know, uh, a striking coach is important. A uh, grappling coach is important, but also nutritionists, you know, uh, people that are like, or even a whole holistic practitioner as well to help you out with any imbalances that you may have. I mean, those are just as important as well. Right. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're absolutely right. That that's who's going to pick up, 
pick her up after all this, right? So, I mean, that's a lot of money to lose, especially if you're canceling these fights, right? So, people yeah. expect to come in and watch you yeah. uh, go at it, so. She was on the main card. She's the former flyweight champion, like right? Like, they would want to promote her for everything mm -hmm. that she represents. But, yeah, um, speaking of nutrition, you know, I'm just looking. I remember on Malcolm's uh, Instagram, and he talked about uh, one of his sponsors being Nutrifarm. But, yeah. yeah, he posted that, right? Like, you got to get sponsors like this. Like, that's a bag yeah. of, like, air-sealed salmon that he was getting. Oh, my gosh. Omega-3s and everything. <laughs> but, like, that's what you got to get, right? Like, you got to hook up with the right nutritionist and stuff like that. Seven pounds overweight. It's not even close. I've never heard of anyone missing by that much. Yeah, that's. So, you know, I do wish her all the best. I hope that she gets things in check. I hope that she finds an organization that will take her. I don't know. Maybe you go up in weight class. I mean, that I think that was at bantam weight. So maybe she mm. needs to go up to um, what's above bantam weight? What's the Nunes? I don't know. I just call it the yeah, Nunes but... division, right? Featherweight? Yeah, featherweight. Anyways, she needs to go up another division maybe, right? And just see if she can do that. But uh, good luck to her. We wish her all the best and uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. you know, that, that, it's just crazy. Uh, let's move on and talk about this fight card, which has had a bunch of problems as well. <laughs> so here we are with uh, Lewis versus gone it's ufc 265 this is uh this weekend when this releases it will be tomorrow mm. prince will talk about just very quickly one of the fights on the card is kiesa versus luke this is in the welterweight division it's number five versus number six yep um who do you let's just do our picks who do you got for that unless you want to say anything fancy no Chiesa? i said say luke luke i'm gonna go kiesa only because I really want him to focus on his fighting career. Mm -hmm. um, I don't enjoy him on the mic, on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's good, but he's a little bit too dry. Uh, yeah. I, I and he's a great fighter. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also want him to win because he was in that hilarious commercial with Justin Gaethje for yeah, the, yeah, uh, so for, the, for, the, for the vodka or for the tequila tequila. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with Kiesa. So I got Kiesa. You got Luque. Next fight, uh, Aldo versus Munoz. We talked about this on Filipino TV, actually. Aldo is 29 and 7. Munoz is 19 and 5. They're both on a one-fight win streak. So they're they're both not coming off huge win streaks, but they are the co-main event. Who do you got on this one? I, I got Aldo. You watch a Filipino TV. You know, I always pick the legends and uh hopefully he'll come back and you know show him that he's still got it. So I got Aldo. All right. I am going with Munoz on that one. He is he has three fight of the nights bonuses in his last four fights. Mm -hmm. I feel he's hungrier. I feel he's probably taken less damage over the years. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Munoz. Uh, and then our, well, the scheduled co-main was supposed to be Juliana Pena versus yeah. Amanda Nunez. Amanda yeah. Nunez. Uh, she came down with COVID, tested positive with COVID, so had to be removed from the fight. Yeah uh thoughts on that prince yeah it's uh it's funny because we almost forgot that there's still a pandemic like i, I was like whoa oh man people yeah. are still protecting covid <laughs> like, you almost forgot about it right because i remember fighting the game with catchy left right and center now like whoa what really news got it so i mean 
you know, hopefully, I mean, hopefully Nunes recovers from it and everything is going well. There's no uh, medical issues around that. But I mean, um, it was just too bad because I was actually looking forward to that card. That card would be, you know, really fun to watch. I mean, hopefully go past the first round, but uh, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, that it, it happens. That's what's, what's We're still, you know, we're still in the pandemic. It's still, you know, it's still out there. So um, we'll see if it, they may, what if there's someone that can jump in? last minute yeah but she's the title holder let's be honest nunez with covid was going to win the fight yeah like she she was going to win the fight uh i'm sure she was saying like hey just let me fight i'm still okay uh yeah yeah. um too bad i obviously we wish nunez the best we hope that everything is okay um not to get too scientific but i always assume most of these fighters are all double vaccinated so I mean, I guess maybe they're not, but I mean, I, I would, I would assume she is. It's funny how many fighters are getting COVID or like how many corners are getting COVID. You think that this being your job, right. And knowing that, Hey, if any of us get COVID, we lose our payday. Like I cannot fight. So we all better be freaking isolating and whatever to make sure nothing is wrong. Um, It seems weird that so many people are getting it. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. I mean, if you are double vaccinated, you could still catch COVID. I mean, you're just not going to feel the, you know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. medical um, issues that are associated with it. But, I mean, again, you, she probably had, like, the sniffles or something like that where she maybe she tested, like, uh, screened positive for one of the, you know, screeners. And um, she just went to get tested for the sake of it, and then she came out with it, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, too bad. I mean, it is too bad because that really was the true, in my opinion, that was the true main event of this card. Because when we get to the main event now, we get to Lewis versus Gone. Uh, Lewis, Derek, the Black Beast Lewis, he's 25-7-1. He has a win over the current champion, Nganu, back in 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018 being when Gone made his professional debut. He is now 9-0, and undefeated mm-hmm. heavyweight. Um, who do you have for this, Prince, and why? I've got Lewis just because that man, right? I was watch, actually watching some of his highlights and he just knows how to touch you. You get touched with his hands and you're done, right? And I mean, uh, we even saw that with the Blades fight. Like, he, he, you know what? what? People don't know. He's got great takedown defense and he's also, uh, he, he's, he's so accurate when he's, when he's throwing these punches. He timed that uppercut to Blades jaw so perfectly well. <laughs> Literally, yeah. he just snuck it in there and you're like, here, here you go. And he was out. That I honestly think it's 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 Lewis, and um, he's going to take this fight. Just be uh, for me, either first or second round, he's he's going to clip them. He's going to clip them, and I think Lewis has a game plan. Even while you watch him bet it, there's something that he's. I think there's 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 going to do something in terms of checking those kicks. I think there's something might be. What do you think, Tim? I love Lewis. Yep. I think I think that though this was a bad fight for him to take, he was already the number one contender. I think mm-hmm. he should have sat out. I think he should have just said, hey, I'm going to wait for Ngannou to be ready. Ngannou wants to wait until September. I will wait till September. Why give up your chance at fighting for the championship title over a guy that you already have a win against, right? You just sit that baby out. Him taking the gun fight, I think, is dangerous. I think that on Sunday morning, we're all going to be saying, shoot, Lewis should have waited because I think Gunn is going to get the win. I think Gunn is going to keep him at range with long jabs such as um, 
Strickland, I think he's going to keep him away with long jabs, deep kicks. I think he's going to keep his distance from uh, Lewis, test Lewis's cardio. Um, I think I, that's how I see it going. And I and I don't want Gone to win just because I like Lewis and I think Lewis deserves that title with all the work he's put in. But I think that uh, I think Gone's going to going to surprise people. But you know what? I'll throw this in there too, Tim. Um, in a recent interview with uh, Lewis, um, he doesn't care who he who's going to fight. If it was gone, if it was Francis, he doesn't. He, you know, for him, it's the same paycheck. Whoever he goes in there with, he's just going to fight, right? And he's in the fight business. I, I think for him, he's just you know he's just in there to you know to, <laughs> to earn the paycheck. It doesn't matter who who he you know the UFC throws in front of him, right? So. You know, I think I think one of the things that really convinced him to take this fight, though, was that it's in Houston. That's his hometown. Yes, yes I was going to say. And he, yeah. and he always shouts out Houston and his fights and stuff like that. So I think that was a very sneaky way for Dana White to be like, you're going to take this main event, right? Like, we're going to bring this to your hometown. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, man. I don't like it. I know, I know outwardly he'll be positive about it, but there's got to be something in the back of your head going, shoot, man, if I lose this, I've lost everything. Like if I lose this, I've got to now work my way back up to that title shot, mm -hmm. which at heavyweight, okay, you had the Derek Lewis fight, but you know, waiting in the wings, you've got Stipe Miocic, uh, you've got John Jones, right? Like you've got people lined up for that title shot. If you miss this one, you are could potentially not be seeing a title shot for like maybe a year or more. And that's contingent upon you winning multiple fights. So, and at yeah. the heavyweight division, Anything can happen, right? So this way you mentioned Stipe as well, and he, I know he's not happy because you know he's not getting his rematches. And you saw uh, the comments that he was making with One FC, him wanting to go over there. Yeah, I was like, what? Really? He's just like, this is nuts. Like, you know, DC got trilogies rematches after me. Me, I gotta wait. Like, this is not fair, right? So, uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it. Heavyweight, it's looking a lot, a, a lot more interesting now. Well, this fight, like I was gonna say to uh, Tim. Houston, he's in Houston as well, so he's in his hometown. The crowd's going to be screaming for him, so I think that's uh, another factor for Lewis to take this dub. Yeah, there we go. Can I just say, every time you say take this dub, mm -hmm. I'm very confused. My brain always assumes that means take a loss, and I know dub means debut, like yeah. or win. But the term take the dub, that's it's very confusing to me. I'm you know let us know in the comments or you know <laughs> email us at fightinsightpod at gmail.com and just let us know if, if you like that term i, I do not understand it or get you don't want to take that l see yeah see that makes more sense to me don't take the l yeah whatever anyways all right prince we will now go on to our fight on site canadian edition um this is, of course, in honor of Malcolm X. Gordon being on the podcast. So thank you again to Malcolm. Um, we are going to pick two Canadian fighters to go head to head. Prince, I think you're first. Yeah, you know what? I'll go first. And uh, should prep I, this beforehand. Okay. Yeah, I actually so uh, so my pick for uh, fight on site Canadian edition is the one and only the legend. Carlos, Carlos Newton. Yes. Yes. Uh, Carlos is a, a Canadian mixed martial artist. He's retired. Um, he is a former UFC welterweight champion and pride FC J Japan MMA legend. Um, he won the belt against Pat Militich. Pat Militich. 
right? And um, yeah, he was actually our first ever UFC champion. And um, he's, again, a great, uh, I mean, uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner, judo, wrestling, boxing, he, he, he had it all. And so um, my pick is Carlos Newton just because, you know, I, I remember seeing him in the UFC and the fact that he was Canadian, where everybody was rooting before even GSP and all these people came rolling and he was the first. So that's my pick. Who do you got, Tim? Alrighty. I think we've talked about this guy before on the podcast. I'm not hundred percent sure. And, and for those joining us because of Malcolm Gordon, just know we, it's illegal for us to pick our guest. So that's why we didn't pick Malcolm Gordon. Uh, my get, my pick though for Canadian fighter edition is the one and only Sean the Punisher Pearson. Yes. Prince Sean Pearson is the guy that I trained with, that you've trained with. Um, he trained at our, he was um, a coach at our gym, so he trained me in MMA. Uh, scary dude, but one of the nicest dudes. Um, he was funny. He was so knowledgeable. When I first met him, I don't think I've said this story, have I? But when I first met him, I had no idea he was who he is. I like, you know, I I just heard his name is Sean, whatever, but I didn't I didn't know who he was. Come to find out that he's a UFC fighter. He is um, nine. He is twenty fights. He's fourteen and six. He was coming off. He retired after a three fight winning streak in the UFC. I mean, this guy was taking out people. You know, um, he, he last fought Jake Hetch, Lance Benoist, and Kenny Robertson, uh, you know, three wins in a row. Um, and then he ended up retiring. But uh, the nicest guy, man, uh, strong as a bull. I don't what's the term, but holy crap, that guy. I remember we would spar and, um, you know, you would hit other people and you could feel like some give. You know, like if you would punch them or whatever, you'd feel a little bit of a give. Yeah. You you could hit Sean as much as you wanted. And it was like hitting like a concrete wall. Like there was no movement. It was like, what the hell is this guy made of? Um, you know, Bricks. what an Yeah. Animal. Uh, great guy, though. Really, um, you know, just a cool guy. Imparted so much knowledge on us. Uh, we, none of us were going to become pro MMA fighters, but the guy took the time, really pleasant, really great guy um, for that. I will always be grateful with him, uh, grateful for him, grateful to him. And uh, yeah, so that is my pick for Canadian fighter for our fight in sight, fight on site, fight in sight, fight similar fight edition. Um, yeah. If you have a chance to go follow Sean, man, he's a great guy. His nickname before he got to the UFC, he was Sean the Punisher Pearson. Before that, it was Sean the Pimp Pearson. He used to come out with like a big furry pimp hat. Uh, I, I think the story is that UFC wouldn't didn't want him to use that nickname just because of the pimp thing. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool, man. Hopefully, one day we'll have him on this podcast. I don't. I don't yeah, know if no, I, yeah, I would love to have him on. I mean, like I said, like he's one of the guys. He's one of the trainers that literally he would give you like you would walk in and you would be in a panic already because you, you don't know. <laughs> I was. I was constantly doing burpees and he's like, and Prince, I didn't ask for that. I'm just, I'm sorry. I just felt like I had to, it was a reflex. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, shout out to Sean. Okay. That's a, that's a big one. So yeah, Tim, I think it's time. It's time. Okay. So for our fight on site simulator, we've got for Carlos Newton, we've got that. A little, uh, cartoon Thor sticker. Nice. Yes. That's right. right. And for Sean Pearson, we have that. Ant Man. Yes. Very nice. You know, you know what I no, love I mean, about 
I would love about this is Tim that you could pick like I could pull out anything out of my bag and you could name all the characters. Are you Prince? Do you understand within arm's reach? Do you know how many stupid nerdy comics I have? Like I mean, <laughs> like what tons, tons, um, over at our friends at Heroes World in Markham. Uh, yeah, uh, tons of this garbage. Of course, I, I buy it all the time. Prince, let's see what the fight simulator has to say. We've got Carlos Newton represented by Thor against. Uh, our good friend, Sean Pearson, represented by Ant-Man. He will take offense to that, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> Lightning bolt. Okay. I mean, Sean Pearson probably knows where you live, so I would not have done that with the simulator. I know, but we're going to edit that. We're gonna can, edit. I just say, can I just say something? You know how you're saying that you were, uh, you know, joking around and Pearson, like, scared you, right? Mm -hmm. I do want to tell our fans and our listeners that when we went out to the fundraiser with, uh, with Kat on the weekend, Prince knows nobody at this thing. Okay. There's a bunch of people in the parking lot or in the back where we were doing the boot camp, and like nobody knows each other. And it didn't seem like many people knew each other at all. Like everybody was kind of like onto their, onto their self. So we're sitting there doing the exercises and within what, two minutes, Prince is screaming at the top of his lungs. When I say hard work, you say dedication, hard work. Oh. And then I got, and then I'm looking over at my wife and we're like, oh my God, Prince is insane. And then sure enough, people start going, dedication. And Prince is, <laughs> hard work, dedication. Like everybody's just following along with you. You're the funniest dude, man. I don't, like, I don't understand how you are, who you are, but it was, it was hilarious. It was classic Prince. Uh, yeah, you know, I and you, you've trained with me before, Tim. Like, I can't, like, for me, it's weird to be quiet. Like, you got, we're there. It's not a library. You might as well scream my lungs out. <laughs> when I was dying, I dropped a lung out to him. Like, the hardware dedication thing I was screaming out. Oh, my gosh. Like, I wish I didn't do that. By, like, the second exercise, I was like, <sighs> that was yeah. really dumb. And, uh, and then at the end of it, Somehow Prince gets two guys to come over to his car and Prince pulls out Muay Thai pads and starts having them kick pads with him like next to his car. Like what was going on there? You know what? I was trying to make friends. I was trying to make, we were networking. <laughs> one of the kids was Noah, actually starts with Noah, one of Kat's uh, family members, uh, was out there, uh, you know, showing that he was throwing some kicks, some knees. And I'm like, okay, so you could show some stuff. I got some pads. Let's see what we could do. And he started throwing some stuff. So he shout outs nice. to them. And uh, yeah, it was a really great event. And uh, yeah, it was it was amazing. No, actually, shout outs to you, Tim. Because if Tim, if it wasn't for you who, you know, reached out to Preston and then set up the interview, we would have never known. We would have just been going on, oh, been going on with our regular uh, regular podcast. And I'm yeah, so yeah. glad we did it. And uh, mm -hmm. everyone on my friend said it was an amazing event. So You know what? We had, we had a lot of positive feedback from that. Um, people that normally never engage with us on social media, uh, they were actually reaching out to me, um, talking to me about it and saying like, oh, that's really cool that you guys did that and whatever. So yeah, we're really glad that we could bring like the Fight Insight um, brand to there. We're glad that she came on and, and we'll definitely look to partner with her and with other causes like that. That said, if you ever want to get in touch with us, if you ever want to discuss, uh, if you ever want to talk about being a guest on the podcast, if you have someone that you think should be a guest on the podcast, just uh, email us at fightinsightpod at gmail.com or go on our social media and DM us there on our Instagram. All our links obviously are always all over here. Uh, we have them posted everywhere. So just find us and uh, put it on. Prince, before we go, is there anything that you wanted to talk about? Uh, okay, so um, 
Our, so yeah. So again, um, actually, so maybe we could make the announcement. What announcement? Who are you going to have next week? Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Just found this out literally seconds before we started this podcast. The fans are ready. The viewers are ready. The listeners are ready. Joey Martinez, are you ready? So Joe Martinez is coming to the podcast next week, guys. That is the um, second main ring announcer for UFC. He's the main ring announcer for Invicta. He's the guy that uh, was with WEC. If you know, you see him, you know him, you know his voice. That is crazy for us to speak to like one of the best in the game. He was in the Triple G versus Canelo. Mm -hmm. um, he does a lot of boxing. Like this guy is a main guy. I'm so excited to talk to him, Prince. Find out what the hell, how do you become a ring announcer? You, you better be taking notes. I'm going to be taking so much notes. Yeah. Like, I've seen him at, um, live. I mean, live. I mean, I've seen him do his thing and it's, it's amazing. Like he just yeah. really knows how to get the crowd going. So that's something very exciting. And, yeah. um, and actually, and also another announcement also is to make sure that you guys, um, go into our giveaway. So the deadline is no, it's over. It's okay. By the time this releases, our giveaway will be over. We ran it for a week and a half, guys. We thank everybody for um, submitting their names and, and for entering the contest. We partnered with Bulldog Markham, great supplement store here uh, in Markham, Ontario. So we will be picking the winner shortly. We'll do that on our Instagram story. But again, look out for other contests from us. And if again, if you are a company that's looking to do a giveaway or wants to sponsor the show, by all means, reach out to us. We're open to it. And thank you very much. Prince, uh, we are selling our shirts and our tank tops. We are going to start pushing this a little bit more. So if you want a shirt or if you want a tank top, message us, let us know. We'll start doing it on our Instagram so people can uh, get in touch with us there. But these are very lovely shirts, man. They are great. Uh, everybody likes it. We do have hats if you want a hat. We have our hats. Those look good. They'll look better too. We'll get them better. But if you want a hat, let us know. Um, Prince, I think that's it, man. We see Joe Martinez next week. We've got our, our shirts. We're finishing our giveaway. Um, lots of stuff coming up, though. We're pretty excited. Filipino TV. Uh, go call Rogers now. Within a few hours, you can have that hooked up at your TV. Yeah, and, and well, the next episode for that also, we will be on the studio. So you will be seeing us live. So that's going to be a big thing. So Yeah, that's cool too, man. New podcast every Friday. Prince, thank you very much, buddy. This was a good one. Malcolm X. Gordon. Do the symbol one more time while we get out of here, Prince. Malcolm X. Gordon, buddy. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, guys.